Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, we're here doing another Pretty Little Liars after show. Tonight, we're talking Season 7, Episode 4, Hit, Run, and Run, and Run. So, uh, we also have a special guest in studio, David Bianchi, and stay tuned for all the revelations from tonight's episode. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Got a secret? Oh, yeah. Can you keep this? I feel like we shouldn't sway tonight because we gotta like a different panel. Yeah, I feel like we're. We gotta pass that one up. Yeah, I'd be like, let's go. And let's see what I do a little at the end. Do you? Do you want to be one of us? All right, we'll turn to you. You ready? Coming to you. Player David. You know what? New intro. I think they're gonna have to redo the credits of the show just so you can like do that because I feel like you were a little bit more central than the girls were. Was that? Was that? Yeah. My feminine side came through. That was amazing and such a great start to the episode. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm Stephanie Wanger. I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. I'm Becca Brown. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. My name is David Bianchi. You can follow me on Instagram at dbianchi sag and at Twitter at David Bianchi. That's C H I hard case on go. <laughs> yes, way to get the introductions done, guys. All right, so let's jump into this crazy episode tonight. So many revelations. I kind of want to. I have a different order planned, but I want to jump actually into Toby's revelation at the end of the episode. I know that that's a backwards way to go. Or do you yes. want to start at the top? I don't care. I don't even know if that was a revelation. That was just him, like, finally presenting the information that we were waiting for. Like, we found that out in the last episode. Are you t- You're talking about him not being yes. Mr. Rollins, right? Finally doing right. a good job and investigating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what was just a little bit more dramatic was actually the girls watching them realize that he finally realized it. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> I loved that, actually. I would yeah. agree with you. It wasn't yeah. even his revelation. It was more so an embarrassing moment for him. Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, it's again the police just taking their due time with everything. They they don't they seem to be the last to know in this town. Uh, yeah, and, and, and speaking mm-hmm, of that, I'm like, definitely. I love that moment. I'm gonna go now, girls. Wasn't it very? Do calm? me a favor, just I don't know what this guy's capable of. <laughs> <laughs> He's underground, bro. <laughs> It's amazing. Seriously, I thought that entire moment of Toby like pacing back and forth, I was like, oh, they're giving him like a real like cop moment. Like we really need you to cop up right now, man. We need you to pace back and forth. He even put on like a little voice. I was like, man, what's happening? Mm. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't really a fan of that Toby cop little version that we saw. Mm. Whatever. It's the first time I feel like Toby's actually done his job as a cop. I agree with Properly. you. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen him do a proper investigation, and, and this was it tonight. But I feel like the girls did an even better investigation, um, or maybe not investigation, but trying to hide uh, what they had going yeah. on. Um, I love the beginning of the episode with the shuffles, and it, Hannah's freaking out. They all have their moment of freaking out about what they've what they've done. Yeah. 
Well, I like how we saw what we saw uh, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Because I was confused about that whole scene. Oh, we wh- saw where, oh, at the, the very beginning of the season. Oh, season. Yeah. And the, I don't yeah, know what you're so. talking about, to be quite honest with you. What like, we saw what at the beginning of the season? The uh, shovel moment. Oh. Oh. Are talking about beginning of the season or beginning oh, of the episode? The beginning of the season, I forgot. They did yeah. flash them digging the hole at the beginning of. You know, you're right. Yeah, you're I completely right. forgot about that. Right. Good on you all. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to jump into the panel. Yeah, I was like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Brain on B. <laughs> That was beautiful. I think we got to use that from now on. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, I was really kind of. It's what they've been leading up to. I feel like so yes. far in the season. To this is episode four, of course, and so we're finally getting a little more information about um, Hannah's experience with Rollins, and we hear all of that tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Now I'm kind of curious, though. You bringing that up. Did they, I mean, do you know, did they film this episode earlier? Was this, like, one of the earlier episodes that they filmed before? You mean the exteriors? I, I mean, I guess. Oh, I you guess. Know what? But With, you were part of the table read for the whole I, thing. No, 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 no. no. I was, no, I, I was at the table read for the whole thing, and, and everything that I saw in that episode was on the page. Right. Now I'm, like, confused, so, though, if they filmed that episode earlier on, or if they oh, but I mean, but no, but there's very, I mean, you know, just because they shot. You know, yeah. just because the order they shot doesn't necessarily mean how they yeah. how they edit the promos. You know, because because when they shot it together, they're probably like, oh, let's maybe give them a little bit of a teaser. And they're probably like, okay, let's take this little shovel moment, even though they shot Very it true. after episode yeah. one. You know, doesn't necessarily mean that they you know decided to right. to not include it. In the promos. Interesting, interesting. Okay, I just thought that was interesting. Now I'm since they put it in the first episode. Yeah. yeah now whatever. I'm wondering like what episode they were on filming wise when the season premiered. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. kind of curious now too. Or well, if they filmed um, the entire season. No, they're they're still in they're still in production like right now. Yeah. For this season. In fact, yeah, I just uh, I just got a text message from a friend of mine who just booked uh PLL. Oh, oh so, nice. right? Yeah, so they're still shooting it. Okay, well um, you'll have I to think, get him to come in because I think, <laughs> if I remember I, I, I there's a lot of episodes cuz it's such a popular show. I think it's like is it like, like 6 it's more I than think 16. it's 22. 22, it's a bunch. Yeah. Hmm. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's and same. Let's jump into the missing car, though. And so this was one of those things where I love that they, like, pointed out at the beginning of the episode. They were like, well, we're going to miss something. Like, I think it was Hannah said, like, we're absolutely going to miss something. And they always do because they don't have a show without... And it, like something going wrong. So right. about something going wrong, it would be like, all right, done and done. <laughs> yes, success. Yeah. So the missing car, and then they, we find out about the burner phone. But let's uh, the missing car. What did you think when um, when the car went missing? Who did you think stole that car? I didn't think really anybody. I, there was nobody that I was predicting stole the car. To be quite honest with you, because I knew that Jenna was coming back in the episode. I was thinking Jenna at first. But yeah, because who knows if she's even actually blind anymore? Yeah, so that's possible. Yeah, I'm confused about whether or not she's blind. It, it's At gone this back point, and forth. Going back yeah. and forth. Like I don't know how many times. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I know this is we're getting we're a little bit out of order, but since we discussed this while we're watching the episode, it's all good. Oh, talk about the blind chick. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys out there. Look. Okay. Look at me. All right. Why is it like? Why is it about Pretty Little Liars that even the blind chick? Walks in stilettos with a strut, it's, like she was working. Yes. She was she was on the catwalk and she was hot with these beautiful, just only on Pretty Little Liars. I know. I mean, the fashion and just like the way they the do it on this show oh. is pretty crazy. And I love the fact that the establishing shot 
of her was like the the the, the seeing eye stick was clunky, but the, the feet were in unison. Right? Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. so I loved true. It. it was wonderful. That's and the one she thing. She can walk perfectly. Yeah. It doesn't matter storyline. They always have to have the outfits on point, which yeah. is right. hilarious. They're like, man. Who cares if it doesn't make sense? It looks yeah. great. I want to say it was Glamour today. I actually had an article up about how the girls dressed for a funeral in, I think, a past season of the show. And it's like, you would never in real life wear anything like this to a funeral. Because it's like the little black dress that you're wearing to the club. And you're exactly. like, mm, that's not <laughs> and it's not an appropriate funeral option. But all right. <laughs> it's like a planned shopping day for funeral dresses. <laughs> like, yeah, It's really weird. But I love it. I, kinda, I think that it kind of adds a whole thing to this show. Like, without the fashion, this show would be that's yeah, true, and, oh. and, and, and you know, and, and I agree with that. Compliments to to the wardrobe department on the show. Yeah, um, they work really, really hard, and everything you know, because a lot of people like when you watch TV show, you don't pay attention to things like the wardrobe department and the art department and the production design. Like everything is really so exacting. Yeah, because that show, and I was really lucky to jump in when I did and just participate in their well oiled machine. Yeah, like yeah. there, it's the same crew, it's the same people that have been on that show for six, seven years. You know, they're like a family there. Yeah, you and know. you were telling us that you got to participate in the table read. How was that? Um, you know, that that was, to me, that was sort of like a little bit of icing on the cake, you know, because you book TV shows, and, you know, sometimes you just get thrown, by, thrown to the wolves, and, you know, you just show up. And But in this case, they I was invited to the table read, so I didn't know what to expect. I figured it was just going to be the cast. Yeah. And, um, you know, I showed up uh, uh, not late, but two minutes before time. And so everybody's, <laughs> yeah. like, everybody's like, sitting there, and there's literally, like, 40 people sitting around this massive rectangular oh table on the, on, on the lot. And I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, here we go. You know, and everybody's got, like, name tags, and it was great for me, because me coming in and being a, a bit of a novice to the show, I had seen the, the previous episode, but I don't have all the names down like the, like Brand on B. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I'm literally able to see all of the actors and see their name tags. I'm like, okay, that's that character. That Okay, okay, Troyan. Okay, cool. Sp- Sp- okay, Spencer. Okay. And and to watch everybody perform it out with the writers and the producers was really, really, really cool. That's so cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, I got FaceTime with everybody, and it just made... Like, I literally walked in and everybody, like, they're like, oh, and David Bianchi, and they're like, everybody clapped. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, okay there's that kind of party in here. <laughs> but it was, it was really welcoming, and it was really it was really caring, and I kind of didn't, you know, so, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll bring me back to the show. There's still some season left. Well, I mean, they have to Never show. She's bartending. Right. You're bartending. I feel like you have to come back at some point. You know what? Little caveat. Little side caveat. I'm telling you, that day after the table read, little side thing, I'm walking back to my car, right? And then, so a certain somebody, I'll leave nameless, comes out to me and says, hey, man, blah, 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 blah. Glad we were able to get you on the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. And so... He's like, yeah, yeah, you, you you auditioned like four weeks ago. And I'm like, yeah. And then so immediately I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, you're a producer because you've seen tape. I'm yeah. like, okay. And he says, yeah, man, you know, I'm glad we were able to get you in. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. He's like, hey, you never know. The the bartender might become something a little more interesting. Ooh, so, yes. then I'm, so then so I'm saying nice. to myself, I'm like, okay, now you're definitely a producer. And you're yes. a writing producer. <laughs> so, I, you know, and look, and there's a lot of show left. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Maybe the gods smile on me. There's a lot of show left. There's a yeah. lot of show yeah. left. And everything revolves around... That, that bar. Yeah. Yeah. If you, so who knows? If you could pick one girl to have uh babies like, with? Chemist like <laughs> a relationship <laughs> with, with on the show? Who would it be? Who would it be? <sighs> After Troyan, you probably want that, don't you? No, 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 no. It would definitely be Shay Mitchell. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would definitely be Shay. Shay Shay Shay's a beast. Shay's well, a beast. and that could totally happen too, because she is the other bartender. I mean, yep. I know that she doesn't swing that way, but I mean like maybe. You never Maybe know. one drunken you know, uh, night yeah. hanging out after hours. One drunken night in the in, in the elevator. In the elevator as well. That elevator. No, um, but but uh, to 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 show those women, you know, the dignity that they deserve. Um, 
you know, they're 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 just they're so so cool. And I mentioned this to you guys previously. It's just like I lost sight of the fact that these girls are like you know American superstars, global superstars. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, I mean, yeah. they can't go to Starbucks and not get like attacked. <laughs> you know, they they can't. And it's and it's and they're they're so grounded and so really really cool. And That's really awesome. Welcoming, so I love hearing that. That's yeah. Yeah. It's always nice That's to hear like a yeah. cast is great. And what was it like when you were filming with them? Oh, I mean, it was it. Um, you know, it was. It, they made the environment really, really warm. Uh, Nick Gonzalez, who's also in the scene with uh, me and Troyan, um, so we spent a lot of time together, and then and then me and, and then me and Chase spent a little bit of time together. Um, but they just made it really, really fun. That's awesome. You know, and I and and it was great because we're in the green room, like we were like downplaying everything and just talking about like how they started and you know I was able to just talk to them on a really cool sort of human level you know because we're all actors you know yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not like anybody's bigger or greater than anybody this person just has has had different opportunities right. than this other actor yeah, you know? yeah. Um, you know and you, and that's why we treat our waiters and our bussers and our bartenders really well because you never know they might own you <laughs> at some point so true um, but I will say that like the, the process of being on Pretty Little Liars was a lot different than a lot of the stuff that I'm used to because I come from you know a lot from the film world independent film world where yeah. things are grittier and harder and faster yeah but you're like okay you walk on the Warner's lot and you know you, you got your honey wagons and everything is clean and pristine and <laughs> like delicately organized <laughs> Everything is air conditioned, and, you know, <laughs> and like the set is like stunning, and it um, you know it really it really gives you a, a sense of uh, of luxury, which is uh, or sometimes cool. as an actor you don't always get. Yeah. No, that's fun. I mean, that's what we've heard is that it's long days on that set, but that they they treat their actors well uh, time and time and t- again when people have been in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, there's something really really nice when you can you know leave your green room, walk 150 meters, and get like a cappuccino. With like That's the most wonderful. exotic creams and everything else, and like you know, craft services is like pineapples that are formed into a swan. You know, it's, so, <laughs> it's wild. Is craft services the best thing about the set? For me, no. I have a strict diet. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, sister. That was I just tra- for taking pictures. I, I, I train hard. For taking pictures. Like you know, you get this thing going down here. You want to keep that. Like to me, craft services is the devil. <laughs> that too. And I'm a glutton. I, I want a lot and I want it now. So I, I really, yeah. But but craft services are really good on, on the line. <laughs> so can we talk about the elevator scene since we've like yes. brought up the bar? Yes. I'll let you ladies start. No. Please. I want to let you start with that experience. Because you talked a little bit about yeah. listening to everything in that elevator. It was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> um, and I... <laughs> You know what was really cool? We were in the table reader, we were reading the whole thing, and then I talked. I, I had a chat. I talked to Nick a little bit afterwards, and I was like, "Hey, man, that's good stuff, man." He's like, yeah, "That's good stuff." And, 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 and Nick is such a cool, humble dude. He just looks at me. He's like, "Yeah, it should be pretty good." <laughs> that's all he says. You know, and I didn't know how far I was going to go. So, um, you know, uh, I'm obviously behind the bar, and 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 the the director, uh, Mr. Goy, um, who's cinematographer from um, American Horror Story Hotel, which was, awesome. which was incredible and gnarly and bloody and sexy and sort of like masturbatory and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> masochistic, misogynistic, and so I think that a little bit of that played into the cameras into what you saw in today's episode. Oh no, Absolutely. definitely a lot of it played. 
didn't. Everything see. was so much edgier. Like even the angles and the way. Yeah, I was going to say the tone the definitely feels like we mentioned before that it, from ABC Family to Freeform, there's been a different tone on Pretty Little Liars Absolutely. this yes. season, and then they kind of pushed it even further in this episode, which was exciting to see. I think that if they continue in that pattern, it's going to be great for the rest of season seven. Completely, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, and and um, <clears throat> and so you know when when we're shooting when when they're shooting that scene, I should say, I'm behind the bar, so I have to stay behind the bar because the elevator door's closed so the camera's facing out. So if the camera doesn't see me, then you lose continuity, right? Yeah. Yes. So they had to keep me. So <laughs> and, so to me, I was like, cool, at that point, I'm in overtime, so I'm, I'm chilling. You know? um, <laughs> so I'm hanging out by the bar, and what was really great is that, you know what, I love actors that are just invested. Just, <laughs> just invest, invest. You guys saw it. They invested. They went for it. In it was good, and and my thing was the elevator doors closed, so all I got was the Sonic experience. You know what I'm saying? And I'm behind the bar, so it's it's almost like the mind is dirtier than the eyes, you know? Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, Troy and Bellasar, she's really hot. I'm not gay, but I know a good-looking dude when I see him. So I know that there's two good-looking people getting down, and all I can hear are like the breaths and grunts and the moans and the bumping. And the set and the, the, the like the, 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 just the trudgery of it. I'm like, and I'm behind the bar, like, yeah, I'm getting paid for this. This is good, <laughs> you know. And I started, to, I started to feel a little creepy, but I got okay with that. I got okay with that. I was not blocking it out because everybody on that set was creepy at that moment. But you know, they were all here. But you know what's really fun is like the entire crew. They're like sitting. Out of out of the out of the they're sitting out of the frame and they're all sitting on like the set couches and everything and you know and like you know the grip and the electrics and the art department they're all just sitting on the couches and they're all just you know <laughs> like, just, being, just being perfectly politically correct like no there's there's no sex sounds vibrating through the set right now no, no women are moaning no man is moaning there's no belts and buckling no no no. <laughs> I don't even know where to ask next from that, but I kind of want to know how long does it seem like that take to film? <laughs> and how awkward. You know, I, okay. I know you so, know down to the hour. Yeah, I, I, I got. I I'll give you a ballpark. Um, yeah, because I, I had already relieved myself by that point. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I love it, but oh, no, it, it honestly it, it took about it took about two hours. To go oh, to okay. Which is not that bad because in no. television, in television, you shoot very quickly. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the times they're covering it on multiple cameras, um, and then you know, and and Michael Goy and, and Michael Goy is just a, he's just a hell of a director. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's a cinematographer for a long time. Um, but you know, but think about that though. Like anybody out there that doesn't know what it takes to shoot a love scene, think about how exhausting oh, that yeah. love scene can be. For two hours, over oh, yeah. and over and over. Remember when you guys first kissed somebody? Remember you're like twelve and you're too young to have sex, but all you do is like make out a lot. <laughs> you know, you just like make out a lot, like a lot. It gets to the point like your lips kind of get tingly and numb. You, you know, you remember that when you're don't act like you don't remember. Don't act like you guys don't remember that stuff because I do. Oh, we remember. Oh, you yeah. remember. So it's like it, it gets uncomfortable. It's like oh, okay, we're going again, going again, and you got to give it to the you got to give it to 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 those two to to keep that intensity up and, and like keep that the intensity. Alive and and keep, all of that, yeah. Yeah, all that. Plus the whole camera crew, et cetera, and, around you. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, but as you become a more seasoned actor, you sort of just kind of get numb to it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, you just try to be in the zone. And, and a lot of good directors, most good directors, will make it what's called a closed set. 
So that way you only have who absolutely needs to be there. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have no the PA. Distractions. And like they needed you there. Peeking behind a plant. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you got lucky. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I got the sonic experience. It was wonderful. I mean, that's amazing. I want to back up into the episode and talk a little bit about why she was making out with this guy. Uh, she had quite the scene with Caleb uh, earlier and in the episode. Canva. That was actually my... Awkward. One. Sorry, I thought the show was really well shot today, but or for tonight. But um, that was actually my favorite scene, scene the way like that he out. had the three characters yes. all on screen. It was beautiful watching each one of their reactions and never actually making eye contact with each other. It was so beautiful to me. Actually. I completely agree with that. And, and they all did a great job in that scene. I was getting so emotional watching that scene. I was like, wait, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Listen, I considered it too, and then I was like, we're not going to cry today. I'm like, we're not going to cry watching this. It was, it was, I had a moment. I was like, I can't look back at anybody. I'm going to cry. Like, I'm actually (laughs) a Lug fan, so. Uh, yeah, we're, just, we're talking I don't about the glycerin. Like, scene, oh yeah, right? the glycerin. glycerin yeah. Scene, yeah. The one teardrop. Yeah. yeah. That by the way, guys, that was not like <laughs> that was not like official like Denzel Washington tear. Okay, that was like <laughs> that was like okay, put a drop of glycerin. Okay, camera coverage and blink drop. <laughs> uh, there was no real tear there, guys. No. <laughs> but you know what? It looked it looked great. It, was, it looked real. It was yes, perfect was for the say, moment. It was well done, though. It really, it was really, well really was. And it looked I, really in some pretty. ways, loved Hannah's reaction more than oh my gosh, more yes. than anything. I was like, I know they're having this emotional conversation, but her reaction made the scene made the scene work for me. Yeah, taking yeah. in their relationship and where it was and when it started and that moment mm-hmm. um, when he realized that he had feelings for her and her having to listen to all of that and react it was really, really pretty. Yes. Yeah. I, and also the fact that he, correct me if I'm wrong, he didn't realize that she was there, right? So No. So that's still something to come, I think, in episodes. I think there will be a conversation of some sort between Hannah and Caleb about, like, I can't believe I right. heard this, right? But did he just, like, move out and leave? Like, when she showed up later to that's find him, did he move about? out? I was like, where did he go? Why is he all of a sudden gone? Yeah, they acted like he moved out. Like... Yeah, and then Just maybe he's Spencer gone. Wouldn't let you in, <laughs> which would make sense to me though. If they're going to keep the dude in the bar around for a little bit, mm-hmm. get Caleb to go away for a bit, her have a little love affair, and then put he comes back. back together. Mm. And, oh, and he thinks it's true. <laughs> mm. Yes, one can only wonder. Yeah. So, okay, great. Well sold. We all know now. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, want, I just want Caleb to find their way back to each other. Because I was gonna say, is that? Do you think that that'll happen by the end of the season? No, wait. You're a fan. You want them to get back together. I don't support that. I, I, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> I, I, I am think, too. I, but I, I think I don't know. I just think happen. it's gonna take time for. I think there might be. Oh no, definitely. like I don't think it's gonna happen in the next few episodes. I think this could be season seven B as they like to do on Free oh, Farm. Yeah. No, definitely. Because <laughs> they're older and wiser now, and. The, Especially Hannah is smarter than she was back I in high school. I think also it's going to take uh, a revelation to, to from recover. Hannah that she actually has broken up with her fiance. Because yeah. at this point, he still thinks she's in a committed relationship. It also yep. it also appears that I think that she emotionally has a little bit more baggage. They have a little bit more baggage, and she's willing to deal with. Yeah. Because yeah. um, at the end of the day, it's like I think where they are in their relationships, it's, it's really everything is really kind of confrontational. Yeah. And so she's, and I think that her response is really apropos. It's like I just need more time to figure this out, or have sex with other people, or just you know do whatever I want to do. Because um, right now this kind of right. sucks. And I'm glad they actually addressed that in this episode because last episode I was really bothered that they 
kind of brushed off their feelings and reactions to Hannah having kissed Caleb. And this one, they finally addressed it by Troy and not being, or Spencer not being able to talk to either of them. And I liked her being like, I still need more time to be mad at you because that's a real reaction. And I was really afraid that they were going to just blow that over to get the girls on the same yeah. team. You know I, what I mean? Yes. I think in the last after, sh- after show, I said that it w- it really bothered me because in real life, if you had that happen with a friend, it would take time to get over. Yeah. Like, you you would get over it, I think, if you're good enough friends. Right. But you just wouldn't be best friends day. Like, oh, yeah, you made out with my ex. Cool. Like, that's not the reaction. Great. It, let's keep burying yeah. the body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... They're handling it in the show more like real life situations yeah. than before. Yeah, as they're wearing a body, but like yeah, you know, like as they're as body. wearing a body as she's scrubbing the floor. Hopefully yeah, that's right. not so much of a real life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which brings then. us back to Elliot Rollins, the aftermath yes. of his death. Um, we've skipped all around tonight, but I kind of love it. Um, I do too. So yes. um, let's talk about this burner phone that he has, and and Jenna's on the other end of it. Doesn't surprise me, though, because they, in previous seasons, I mean, the first A storyline, they always presented that Jenna was a part of it in some capacity, and then they completely threw that out the window. So I'm glad that they're bringing that back into the new storyline. So at least they didn't completely abandon that. So then everything can be more connected, I feel like, you know? Yeah, I hope she actually is part of it. You so you, do you think that she could be calling that phone by mistake? Like, why are we hearing her no. voice then? It's totally yeah, no, not by mistake. Because she knew his name. Yeah. His real name. Yeah. It, definitely not by mistake, but... Uh, something? Forgive my ignorance. Which one's Jenna? Blind girl. Blind. The blind chick. Blind girl. <laughs> oh, okay. Of course she's on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. She yeah. can dial and everything. <laughs> No, she's <laughs> I also don't think they she's don't make touchscreens in Braille. I mean, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm you also, bring up a good point, sir. Ninety-nine percent sure she's not blind anymore because she's, she's been blind. She hasn't been blind. She's been blind. Do anybody else also love the line of her being like, "Yeah, my house blew up." I'm like, oh, like, your house it blew did. up. Congrats. Yeah, what? That was hilarious. I laughed. We looked at each other. I laughed. I like, was like, that, that happened. Was so of course did, it did. Did you know my house blew up? <laughs> <laughs> that Andrew <laughs> shed last time. Yeah. That seems B, about how right. you been? How you been? You been well? <laughs> so now you say it to me. All right? I mean, I see it already. B, how you been? You say, didn't you know my house blew up? Didn't you know my house blew up? Absolutely. See? I heard the other day. How, yeah. How is everything else? <laughs> yeah. Just casual conversation. Yeah. And then they just toss that aside. Yeah, beautiful know. one line. No, yeah. no, no more information. Of we did. don't need to. We don't need to know. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. It's all, yeah. it's all it's good. good. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Maybe it's how she got blind again. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's how she became blind the first time. So <laughs> it's true. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's mm, going yeah. down a dark path. <laughs> well, maybe Show that's the path they're trying to go down. That was their way of covering their tracks really, really quickly, and we're not even going to talk about it anymore. Mm. And why did Hannah want her bracelet back so badly? Like, th- she, oh, because it was evidence. It was evidence, though. yeah. I mean, evidence, yeah. sure, but I was like, was there an emotional component? Does she still have feelings for her? It's from her fiance, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was more so evidence. Evidence, yeah. I felt it was more evidence. so evidence okay. than anything. Even though I, was... I love how crafty she was with a Slim Jim in a brand new C class Mercedes that has power locks. And I do have to say though, how they like broke into it and then walked away, realized that the phone was in there, and then didn't have to break in again because they didn't lock back the doors. I was like, Yo, that, yeah, like that was what are we doing? Genius. 
But you know, genius right there. See, that's why I love about Pretty Little Liars. It's just it's it's delightfully melodramatic, and it works really well because because obviously the show is so good that we give the show permission. Oh yeah, to you know let the blind lady call people on a touchscreen <laughs> phone and yep. whatever other else. It's like because the show's that good. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it's, it's true. Just, it's kind of you believe in the rosewood way, and you just go with it. Yeah. You're like, all right, I guess this works. But Whether the rosewood <laughs> way <laughs> works or not. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, all right, I guess so. Like we've talked about all the time, like lock a door ever. Like on this show, Seriously. they never lock they doors, and it's crazy. Yeah. They don't lock and doors. They, they never go to the police. Lock your yeah. door. They try to cover murders that they cannot cover. Like that's mm. never no. no nothing that they do. Everything that they thought was correct. I was like, you all trying to burn things, leaving the car tracks. Like, thank God they have Mona to come in and like set them straight a little bit. But does Mona even know what she's? I don't know. They need to get a consultant in there on, like, some crime work. I no, don't know. Mona's always... They, they do. For that show, I feel like they need to bring in a crime consultant. <laughs> Borrow one from somebody else on that lot. I, I, I seriously love how upset you are. It drives me bonkers. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I get so mad every week about, like, the <laughs> details. Mona's always 50 steps ahead. They're always, like, 100 steps behind. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It, but the police are 100 steps behind them. Oh, so yeah. No. It's, so it doesn't... Yeah, no, 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 no. in That's the long true. run, but yeah. it's just a uh, real interesting. Yeah, but Mona's like. Knows Mona, a, Mona knows a lot. everything that's going on. Even yeah. if she's not in an episode, she knows everything. We've had so many characters return this season, and they mm-hmm. said that um, at the beginning of the season that we were going to have a lot of characters, and tonight we had two major ones, Jenna and Mona. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I want to talk about also this flashback, this crazy flashback, Allie's flashback to the night that um, Charlotte was uh, was murdered or died. Um, yeah. Yeah, that flashback actually made me be like, wait, did she commit suicide? I don't know why that popped in my head, but I was like, maybe she threw herself off that church steeple, whatever. I still want her to be faking it, like her death in some way, but I don't think it's possible at this point. That would frustrate me. (laughs) It would frustrate me. I would be really annoyed by that. (laughs) I'd actually be kind of happy. I feel like you you want Charlotte to come back. I feel like Charlotte added something to the storyline. Charlotte being A. Interesting. Okay, I could see that, but I, I think she's, I, I think she's dead at this point. I do too. No, I think, I think she is. I just wish they hadn't had killed her off so quickly. Hmm. Well, they'll have flashbacks of her. I mean, they'll, they have to keep doing that. So she'll still be there. No yeah. worries. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But that flashback was kind of tragic to me. Like she was fighting about Elliot, this guy who clearly is not who he seems at this point. <laughs> right. Um, well, which proved though that. Um, Allie and Charlotte were both aware that they had were both involved with Elliot in some way, which before we kind of questioned, we didn't know if Allie knew that Charlotte had dated Elliot at some point. And now at least that confirmed that they were aware of it and had conversations about it. But it also confirmed that neither of them knew his real identity. Right. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I got from it, was that yeah. they're still in the dark about who he is. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll have a little news and gossip about Ren and how he all plays in, we think, to yes. to this bigger story. But I want to talk a little bit more about you. We, we talked about your experience on Pretty Little Liars, but I want to find out about mm. this, the independent <laughs> film projects and everything you've got going on. But first, tell me about this 
audition. <laughs> Ooh, I know, right? I'm just wondering if you're looking for me. I, it's totally <laughs> you, David. Else, somebody somebody else in the room. 100% you. Um, so let's talk about the audition process and what it was like when you found out you got the role on Pretty Little Liars. You know what? I was I was really stoked. I, I was. I, it's always exciting. Look, I don't care like how big or how small the role. Look, at the end of the, end of the day, whatever you do, you have to do with purpose. Yeah. And for all the actors out there that sometimes get a little exasperated, Whenever you're on national TV, it's a big fucking deal. Oh, yeah. Really All right? Is. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you, you take baby steps to get to, you know, because this is a long haul career. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Um, it was, um, and, and it was cool because I went and I auditioned for, I think I mentioned earlier, I went and auditioned and, and, I, and I knew I killed it. I walked, you know, I knew yeah. I killed it. I wasn't worried about that. And, and then, uh, but I didn't get a call. And I was like, oh, well, but you know, sometimes you kill auditions all the time, but things are out of your control. Right. Because it's like sometimes you're looking, the producers want a great look. He's a great actor, but you know what? He's not black enough. Oh, he's not Latino enough. You know what? He won't really match well next to so-and-so. Yeah. There's so many decisions that are made behind the scenes that you have no control over. So you just got to do the best that you can. Four weeks later, I got a call and they invited me back to the show, which which was super super cool. That's awesome. Um, I was really really excited, and um, you know, because you never know what this stuff leads yeah. to. You know, yeah. You and it gr- just proves that they don't forget about you. You made the impression, and they'll keep you in mind for other things. Right, which is exactly. Wonderful. And, and as an actor, I say that to a lot of actors. It's like only focus on what you can control. Right. You know, your job is to go in and translate this text. And turn it to life and make it a realistic performance. Yeah. Okay. So your job is to go in and book the room. You're not going in to book the job right. because that's out of your control. The only thing that you can control is what you do in the room. Right. Don't freeze up. Don't be a dick. Be polite. Be professional. <laughs> hit your marks. Know your lines. Shut the fuck up and leave. Yeah. You know, in a very fast way. We're on the internet. I could say fuck. Yes. Yes. Too fucking late anyway. Um, <laughs> But that's 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 what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, the, the 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 independent film and the television gods smile at you. And, and they, they did. They have. I mean, yeah, yeah it's I great. Mean, you're pretty little liars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna have to bring that bartender back. So I mean, you know, yeah. you know what? In he seemed way. like a cool dude. I, you know, he, he really handled his glassware quite well. I'm, I'm just guessing. You're that, gonna have to like grow back yeah. the little like stubble, though. I'm yeah. so happy to do that. Yeah, really. I'm so <laughs> happy we'll do to it. do that. And tell me about the kind of Twitter reaction. The show is, like, social media crazy. Has there been any Twitter reaction, or have you gotten more involved in social media because of the show? What, what's been the you experience know what? I, so far? I, I have a little bit, and I, I, I try to hashtag, and I try to at this, that. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, I try to stay pretty active. Um, it has been cool. Like, I've noticed, like, a, a like, a, a, certainly an increased amount of retweets on my phone that I normally get. Like, I'll post something, I'll get four, you know, anywhere from four to 15, 20 maybe retweets. This PLL thing, it's like 20, 30, 40 retweets. I mean, the, the power of this show is. is out of control. And I mentioned that earlier when I was talking about, you know, like 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 Shay and Troy and like, you know, whatever I just said earlier, like, they can tell girls to eat purple Cheetos, if they existed, <laughs> and you would have a bunch of 19 and 16 year olds running around with purple fingers and purple mouths. <laughs> posting photos, yeah. Posting photos of them eating, you know, because Shay said so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the amount of power that this show has and the, and the amount of power that those girls have is really, really hard to fathom. And, mm-hmm. and I applaud the entire cast of Pretty Little Liars um, because that's a lot of responsibility. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, it, it really, really is, and um, you know, you never hear of them being like debaucherous or doing the wrong thing right. or like you know going the Britney Spears or the Par- early Paris Hilton route. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, they're they're smart girls that have kept smart people around them that have been able to teach yeah. them as young women 
to how to move through a, a really powerful career. Absolutely. And they also do a lot of charity work. And I noticed you do as well on your Instagram. You work with um, Starving Artists Project, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, Starving Artists Project is a really, really cool thing put together by a Getty photographer named Michael Bezgian. And what he does is he opens up his home, which is also his acting as active studio in West Hollywood, every other Wednesday to starving artists. So if you're an actor out there and you need headshots, because everybody needs photography to further their careers, mm. but you yeah. can't afford it. So he opens up his home to actors that can't afford photography, and this Getty Image photographer shoots you multiple looks, headshots for free. And so what he does to support that is he brings in actors like me and other series regulars and other more recognizable faces, and then we shoot Getty portraits. So by bringing in recognizable talent, sponsors want to come in because they want to penetrate us. And so sponsors pay for presence in the studio because we show up. And so on the opposite weeks, he's able to offer free headshots to starving artists. So that's what the Starving Artist Project is. And definitely check it out. The Starving Artist Project, I think it's .netter.com, but look it up. They're totally cool. And if you are an actor out there or uh, whatever you are, you need pictures, go there. It'll totally take care of you. That's wonderful. It's really, That's really cool. That's really cool. And another thing that they do is like when 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 we leave there, we do we he gives us this little certificate that says, "You now I get to write this out to whoever I want, and that person gets a lifetime of free headshots." Oh my gosh! It's what? it's my yeah, it's mind bending. That's it's, amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. 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 So, Becca, did you cool. have a question? Oh no. Oh, okay. Good. I was I wasn't sure. Um, I, so I did want to find out about uh, your independent films. You mentioned it briefly earlier mm-hmm. in uh, the show, and uh, you just had one come out, right? All uh, All Out Dysfunction. Um, all Out Dysfunction is releasing nationwide. Um, um, VOD, IVOD, Xbox, Hulu, cable, iTunes, the whole deal. Um, September first. Nice. And it's going to be available for pre-order on iTunes probably by mid-August. So definitely look for it. I wrote it. I produced it, That's and great. I also played one of the leads um it's a really it's 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 the it's six dysfunctional hollywood types that all live in this massive mansion and the only thing that ties them together is they all have rooms for rent on craigslist oh my god so it's, it's, awesome. it's what can and will go wrong in 24 hours so you've got like this like juilliard germaphobe actor who i play and then you've got this like webcam porn chick and you've got this like um bulimic runway model who's hooked on blow uh you got a a gorefx makeup artist and then you've got this mit punjabi dude who's like hacking into the porn chick's website all day and it's just chaos it's like hangover meets boogie nights with requiem for a dream sprinkled on top it's like la on steroids (laughs) you know and that's the thing It, it is the la story yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like where do the starving artists live? Yeah. They all had they all rent rooms in some mansion somewhere in the San Fernando Valley. It's so true. And, and it's so perfect. Well, it so, sounds exciting. So that was the inspiration was actually some friends of mine when I first moved to LA were living in what we what he called the fucked up mansion. And I went there and I was like, I gotta make a movie here. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. So I, I wrote the script like seven years ago, the first draft. And so now after many, many years of producing and so on and so yeah. forth, it's finally releasing. We're gonna have a big premiere uh, at LA Live. In September, oh, so that's awesome. so that's check, look for all out dysfunction online. It's it's a fucking mess. And that's gonna, it's awesome. A, it's a beautiful disaster. The critics are loving it. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it really, it sounds like really a really exciting project. When Thanks for letting me plug that. Yeah, that no, that's <laughs> a great. It, like when I was doing research, I was like, I want to know more about this. this you know, is so you, you definitely want to see. It. If, look, if you like cocaine, ecstasy, masturbation, shoot. <laughs> 
porn, <laughs> nitrous tanks, raves. My favorite kind of movies. Like, laugh out loud, hysterical, ridiculous comedy. This is a movie for you. Uh, you just sold it. You <laughs> 100% sold it. Um, before we wrap up, I think I'm going to save news and gossip uh, this week for another time. But let's do some quick predictions for the show. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Oh my god. Sorry, he showed me the picture for the movie and it looks great. I wish you all could see it because then you could find it online. Just look for it. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's worth one, seeing. It's going to make you want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, things that helped like, distract me from Sorry. my predictions that I couldn't come up with. Yeah. No, but then I figured I it out. See, like the sexual cover made me think about. What I wanted my prediction to be. All right. Um, do you have one? Well, I think, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but I think Troyan and bartender dude, not bartender dude, but dude at the bar, mm-hmm. um, will continue to hook up. I mentioned out there, I think he's going to end up being a cop, and I believe that that's going to happen. I just, oh. like, I think that's going to happen. Where do you find that? Well, <laughs> one, it kind of looked like it in the preview. Did it not? They gave him, like, a profesh, sit on the table kind of thing. The profesh. <laughs> that's what it was. Kind of, like, sit on the table. Yes. Here's the deal. I was like, that's a cop part for sure. And, like, you know, gotta have more cops. Yeah. More and when, and when you throw that out to people who are on shows and they can't say anything, you're like, I'm right. Hmm. <laughs> mm. So my read off of it is that's what's gonna happen. And um, as far as the uh, proposal goes, yeah, was, that was my next <laughs> question. Who I is was getting gonna, a proposal? I was thinking about that, and I was like, I want it to be Caleb, but it's, it's not, not gonna be. I feel like it'll be Ezra. And I was, Arya I was gonna say point. that's what I think too. Arya no, and Ezra. I don't think it's actually gonna be that either. It's either going to You said Emily a few weeks yeah, ago. That's because I thought Emily and Allie would actually end up being like the romantic wedding that they end up having, but it's too soon for them to... To get back together. Yeah, yeah. so now I don't know anymore. Well and it could not be that this proposal could not end in a wedding. It could be another wedding. We never know. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Wait, what? The proposal next week? It's a proposal. It's not the wedding. True. So we, they've teased a romantic wedding for the season. So in theory... So could, there could be a breakup before... Right. Before this proposal... actually happens. Yeah. Mm. And it could be some other couple that's actually it's getting married. It's going to be a big deal, because it was like hashtag PLL proposal, proposal. right? Okay. <laughs> they're out, <laughs> they're the out there right now. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Play it up. <laughs> yes. Tweet at us using the hashtag ABTV PLL, and we'll uh, look at your uh, all of your thoughts on who this proposal is gonna be. I mean, it could even be someone who's not like one of the main four girls. Maybe I don't know. I think that would yeah, be a disappointment. Good. I don't know. I want it to be one of the four girls. No, it I, could be. I want it to be one of the four girls as well. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be maybe it's Caleb and Spencer. Ooh, I, that is that a yes or no? If, yeah. If that's the case, that, if that's the case. What if, that's, that would be an interesting one, too. Well, with that, I think we should wrap it up. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. It was great to get every all the insight and insides into Pretty Little Liars tonight. And uh, you can find me at Stephanie Wanger, and you can find AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they find you, David? Uh, again, David Bianchi. You can find me at David Bianchi at Twitter. On Instagram, you can find me at DBianchiSag. Also find me anywhere else. Just Google me. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. You all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.